Well, hey, folks, and welcome back to the 747 Conversations podcast. It's your host, Chris Shembra, broadcasting live from it's warming up here in beautiful New York City um, on, the, on the phone from across the country, all the way in Seattle, Washington, Kirkland, Washington, with Richard Albrecht, the founder and CEO of, of Bridge Partners Consulting, uh, one, of the, one of the world's fastest growing companies in this space, uh, being proactive about change management, helping companies transform, building tremendous results-oriented culture. It's an honor to have you on the podcast, Richard. Wow. Thank you, Chris, for that generous and gracious introduction. I'm glad to be here. It's, it's my pleasure. And, and the fast growth that y'all have had, the cultures that y'all have, have transformed in, in, in your years in business, tremendous amounts of success. But the simple question I have for you to start us off today is, if you could give credit or thanks to one person in your life that you don't give enough credit or thanks to, or have just never thought to give any credit or thanks to, whether it's someone you've never met before or someone you've known your entire life, who would that be? Well, it's really hard to choose one person, but I'll tell you who's on the top of my mind right now is my father. And um, that is, that's because, you know, he's, uh, he's kind of in his end of life journey right now. And so that's what, you know, that's what's at the top of my mind for sure. Um, you know, he, that's a, he's a person who has taught me integrity and uh, caring and the value of human connection. And so let's let's go back to you know a few chapters in your father's in your you know history. Has it always been a great relationship? Well, I think with as with any relationship between um, you know father and son, it, there's always battles. I grew up in a family with three brothers, so there are four boys. Um, so we lived in a what I will you know we grew up in what I will call a. a um, you know, male dominated household, a lot of male energy, testosterone, um, a lot of competition. Um, and you know, my dad was sort of the, uh, the had to be the balancing act for all of that male energy and kind of keep it all in check. And, you know, uh, he's a guy who grew up, uh, you know, without a dad. And so, um, you know, he didn't really have a playbook for doing what he, uh, what he was doing with us. And, you know, when you don't have a playbook, you certainly, and even when you do have a playbook, um, you certainly make mistakes, but, um, you know, we all turned out great. You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you asked this question at this time, because if, you know, if you would ask me this question, you know, six months ago, the, the, there might've been a different person. So it's, uh, it's, Interesting to have to choose one person, and so I just chose the person that's on the top of mind right now. Side note, you know what's what's gone on in the last six months that you know has made you want to celebrate your father's you know legacy and, and, and life and impact. Right. Well, we've had the chance to reflect as he, um, you know, he was a very successful. Uh, businessman and uh, attorney and was um, 
served in the served in the U.S. government as the general counsel for the U.S. Treasury, and um, so you know we we've always thought of him as a very uh, you know high impact kind of a guy, and as you know as his health has declined and his um, you know frankly mental capabilities um, have changed at this you know when you're 87 years old. Um, you, you know, somebody that you once thought of as, uh, as, you know, the smartest guy, you know, um, to not be that you, then you reflect on the lessons that, that were, that were, that were given or the lessons that we gleaned over the years. So that's really what's been happening. I think for all of, for me and all my brothers. And going back to the childhood, you know, he taught you integrity. He taught you in caring, taught you the value of human connection. How does one teach the value of human connection? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if there was any one lesson, right? There was never a time when someone sat down uh, or, you know, specifically my dad sat down and said, you know, Hey, this is what matters. Rather it was, you know, in, in those subtle nuanced interactions, you know, we're all observers, right? Even, even it certainly we're very observant and learning when we're kids and when we're young, that's how we learn. But even now I think we learn by observing, you know, even now I do. So, you know, that's, that's how you pick that up. It's just by watching, watching people do the right thing. You know, if you catch somebody doing the right thing enough times that it sticks. And, you talk about the um, the ability to observe, the ability to care, the ability to ask the right questions. It, it, is that something that your father was good at, was asking good questions and empowering others to share their wisdom and stories? Well, you know, I think I think probably... I don't know if I would I would describe that to him, right? I would ascribe to him the ability to, or the uh, I don't know if it's an ability or just a you know a quality, uh, the quality of of he had he has still even today he an ability to make people feel uh, calm and 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 in a trust and trusted. Right, that there was, uh, you know, I guess, and I guess that's what I mean by integrity. But it's not, it's not so much integrity as it is a way to, you, yeah, I guess I would say trustworthy. Right, you know, you kind of caught me in a sort of an ineffable spot where I can't really put to put to words. I like it. I appreciate it. Uh, ineffable spots, yeah. I, I think, are, are moments for growth. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tell tell me more about that. You had a good reaction to that. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I think that um it's really easy to talk. It's really easy to use words. Um and you know, at the end of the day, that's that's just a vehicle by which we make connection with people. You know, in my position, I get to talk a lot. Right. And I, and sometimes I have to talk a lot and I actually find that things tend to go better when I listen. 
How so? Well, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, when you're a CEO or you're a leader, people want to hear your point of view. They want, they want potentially, they want direction. They want, uh, reassurance maybe on their own direction. And, you know, what I'm learning in, in my journey right now is, is actually to, to ask questions and listen to the answers, to be very open-ended and actually provide less opinion and direction and let people find their own direction. And that's been a real journey for me um, because, you know, you don't, you don't create a business without being very directive, right? Um, and I'm actually learning to not be that way. So that we can, you know, one of the things we want to do here is create a multi-generational business. And I don't mean my own family. What I mean is, you know, the, the millennials or whatever, whatever the generations are called these days. <laughs> uh, you know, we want this business to be here in 40 or 50 years. So we need to empower those people to figure out how to lead it. You know, it's interesting. You, you mentioned you grew up you know, in a family of four boys, lots of male energy, lots of competition. Lots. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so when I, when I hear you say you're learning to lead by asking good questions and listening, one would associate that with a kind of a maternal energy or a servant leadership mentality, a female kind of quality of togetherness For sure. and connection. How, what made you realize that you needed to, you know, to, to invest in, in, in this new way of, of leading. Well, you know, I, I think I, I'm active. I've, I've done quite a bit of what I will call, you know, I, you could call it professional development, Chris, but it's really more personal development in the last five years. You know, I've had, I've had mentors, uh, and I've had, um, I've taken courses, and you know, I still am involved in a in a you know collaborative group of of like minded leaders who are who are you know on the same path, and you know all of those you know uh, force of will can only get you so far. Now, there's lots of great examples of force of will being you know transformational, like a Steve Jobs story or something like that. Uh, but that's not the path I'm choosing to take. What path now lies ahead, you know, for, for you, your leadership style in this company that your, your dad would be most proud of? Well, I, oh, that's, that's a great question. Um, thank you for asking that. You know, I think that, um, I'm going to need to find a balance between, uh, direction and values right which is where i think that's the that's the role of a of a great leader is is direction and values and then you know uh find that balance with uh allowing others to allowing my team and and, and people who aren't here yet and who, who hopefully will get soon um to to be able to to actually drive the business and 
Um, you know, I'm good at driving the business, but what I'm really excited about is learning how to, how to create something that's values based and to set direction and, and let other people drive. And what part of that would your dad most be proud of? Oh, I think the values piece for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, life is short and, uh, the world is actually small. And, um, you know, if you live by values, you can always look yourself in the mirror and smile. And that's, you know, and my dad probably never said those exact words to me, but that's, the, that's, you know, that's the, that's the meta point. If your dad had to come into your company right now and, and teach your team a class, what would you want him to impart on them? Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let's, uh, let me think about that for a second. What would I want him to impart? Yeah, I would say in integrity and values, right? Doing, doing the right thing. And, you know, I've been, I have been, um, we've made really hard decisions in the last year in our business where we have had some values misalignment and we've had to, we've had to make some changes um, with, you know, with people that we care about, but who, who simply weren't, you know, aligned with our values anymore. And so really it's, it's about integrity and it's about, it's about, uh, how, you know, sublimating one's ego. It's about, uh, uh, getting rid of self, you know, self-interest is, always a driver and you know i believe in almost every human out there right it's it's you know there's there's you know uh there's lots of evidence of that um so you know but enlightened self-interest uh or or the ability to 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 get that selfishness out of the out of the equation just for a moment and think about a higher purpose is, is really what I would want, what I would want my dad to teach. And that wasn't very articulate, but it was, you know, I think I got the point across. Well, I think how you answered that is in direct alignment to how you answered the previous question about what you're trying to bring into your own company of, of, you know, values-based leadership. Um, values are, in the other sense of the word, something of a higher purpose, right? A call to action. For sure. uh, You know, empowering people to want to belong to something that they believe in, right? As Simon absolutely so famously talks about. Right, Uh, exactly. And people, you know, I mean, people do, people work for all kinds of reasons, right? I mean, they work for money, they work for self-fulfillment they work to put their kids through school they work to have a family um and you know all those motivations are 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 valid and they're all you know they're as different as there are human beings in the planet and you know what we're trying to do is 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 find like-minded people who are who want to go on a on a journey 
right? And and then we recognize that the reasons why people want to go on that journey might be different, right? But we're all, you know, on the on the ship together. And, you know, the, the thing that holds that ship together is the values, right? Like, you know, uh, you know, our values are largely around uh, partnership, you know, with, with ourselves and each other and our customers and around momentum, right? Around, you know, you could call it forward progress. Um, and then, you know, authenticity is really important in our business. And we know, we know that our people want to be themselves and we know that our customers want us to be themselves and our customers are human beings too, right? I mean, in an increasingly digitized world, it's really important to remember that um, we're all human beings and most of what makes us special cannot be digitized and never will be able to be digitized. That's, that's my belief. So that's kind of, you know, that would be my, that's my soapbox for, for values. Hey, count me on board. Maybe a slippery, soapy yeah. boat, but I'm on board. Yeah. <laughs> if, <laughs> there you go. If you were on the line right now with your dad, your dad in his you know, wonderful twilight chapter of his life, what yeah. would you say to him right now? Oh, I would tell him I love him. And then I would tell him that, um, I tell him that he did a great job and that he, he doesn't have to worry about us. Cause I think right now in his, his age, you know, he's, he's 87, he's got failing physical and mental capabilities. And I think he still worries about whether his kids are okay. And, you know, we're all adults now and we're all fine. And so he doesn't have to worry about that. And so that's what, that's what I would tell him is to just relax. What's your dad's name? My dad's name is Richard. Ah, perfect. Yeah. It's kind of weird to have that, uh, have that, uh, have the the name of your dad. I'll, I'll take it though. Any last words in closing, Richard? Well, truly a pleasure. Chris, um, you know, the only last words I would say are, um, what an opportunity to get a chance in my busy day to stop and reflect and touch into that part of me. That is, uh, uh, you know, the source, I will use that word, right. Um, that was, that was special. So thank you. I appreciate it to all our listeners out there. I hope you found tremendous value in Richard's words. I think everything from integrity to caring to the value of human connection, right? Richard has, has used his father's story as a testament that we are all on this planet to become life learners. And the one way that you were raised, it comes full circle. And now that Richard has this uh, direct want as a life learner to be more empathetic as a listener and as a leader and as a question asker is representing growth in his business and is representing connection 
to the original things his father was teaching him over time of values, integrity, caring about people. And that value of human connection, my friends, that Richard learned from his father is needed now more than ever in this digital disconnected world that we live in. History as a way of repeating itself and the things that our ancestors stood for are needed now more than ever because life is cyclical. Life is filled with many ups and many downs. And you heard it directly here from him. This is a man who's built a wonderful company who employs hundreds of people and who impacts thousands of lives. So please check out everything at bridgepartnersconsulting.com. They are up to God's great work. And it's been a pleasure to have, have you here today. To all our listeners, I hope y'all are having a phenomenal day on earth. Remember, folks, it's your world. Go explore. And we'll see you next episode. Mm-hmm.